Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom, and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. My name is Noam Rauscher, and I'm a rabbi in Charlotte, North Carolina. Today we continue our discussion of Masechet Yevamot, page 13. On this page, our Gemara finishes up its discussion of the original Mishnah in our Masechet. Still, it appears that co-wives are exempt from Yibum and or Chalitza. Eventually, our Gemara brings up a new Mishnah and discusses it at length. This Mishnah discusses different women whose relationship to a man makes them subject to more stringent rules than the 15 women discussed in the initial Mishnah of this Masechet. Our Mishnah states that since they must be married to others and can never marry a man's paternal brother, their co-wives are always permitted. These women are one's mother, one's father's wife, one's father's sister, one's paternal sister, the wife of his father's brother, and the wife of his paternal brother. The school of Hillel and the school of Shammai disagree over if either Yibum or Chalitza disqualifies a woman from marrying into the Kahuna. When our Mishnah concludes, it does so by stating that Hillel and Shammai never let their disputes intrude on their relationships. They both married women from each other's communities and did not have a problem eating foods prepared by one another. The Gemara records an exchange regarding certain prohibitions on dates to read the Megillah for Purim and work leading up to Erev Pesach. They also involve one nugget regarding mourning practices. They state that one should not inflict a wound upon themselves while mourning, perhaps if they were so sad or so depressed as to actually harm themselves physically. There was a fear that people would cut themselves between their eyes as a sign of mourning. Judaism, however, does not permit such an action. The purpose of the rabbis including these different halachic prohibitions and discussions is to include the value of lo tit godedu. They use this to relate back to our original discussion of our Mishnah regarding Yibum and Chalitza and various wives. The idea of lo tit go to do means don't separate into factions or different groups of Jews more specifically, giving the appearance of different Torahs, perhaps even different Judaisms. The Gemara relates this back to the Mishnah and that different opinions by ruling rabbis give the impression of different halachic factions within the community. What way could people make a decision then? How could they side with one particular rabbi if there was another rabbi willing to make a completely different decision? Whether it's regarding rules about the Megillah reading, or work before Pesach, or the status of a widow, the Gemara seeks consistency between ruling courts. Perhaps this gives a little view into the world of the rabbis. Was it easy to control or maintain unified standards for broad stretches of the community? We know from historical evidence that primarily with the diaspora, Jews spread all over the globe. 
Naturally, a system was developed in which regional courts heard different cases and received a ruling by a senior rabbi. This, too, may have helped maintain consistency for a while. Yet in America, and in different places in the world today, there are stark distinctions between denominations and Judaism. One might very well be able to make the argument that there are in fact different Torahs, and there are in fact different Judaisms out there in the American Jewish landscape. One might easily say that the Judaism they practice in one community bears only a slight resemblance to other Jewish communities they've been exposed to. Should we all strive to be uniform in our interpretation or practice of Judaism? Or can we have unity without uniformity? Should we look at all the negatives or benefits that these pluralistic approaches to Judaism bring to the community of Israel? I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.